What's up, guys? Welcome back to the always amazing, sometimes award-winning Certified Wrench Podcast. I'm your always amazing, good-looking host, Colton McCormack. So right off the bat, I gotta dedicate this episode to my boy Joe Cashin. The dude's killing it. Um, I gotta give him a shout-out. He's uh, His business is growing like crazy. He's uh, able to do all kinds of stuff with the business and blah, blah, blah. You get to hear about it in the in the episode. Anyway, I do apologize. This is not the best episode. We're just trying to get back into it. I was trying not to fall asleep the whole time because I'm just dog-ass tired. Um, but yeah, Joe's become a pretty good friend of mine. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that he can support the podcast the way he does. And I'm glad to support his business the way I can. But anyway, I... Uh, Appreciate everybody that's been hanging on, you know, the past couple weeks and waiting patiently for a new episode. But here we are. We're getting back in the groove of things. So before we hop into the episode, um, if you guys need to get a hold of me, you can reach me at certifiedrenchpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you check out the social media pages. Give us a follow, share. You know, uh, the bigger we can grow these things, the better. Um, If you guys want to help out with the podcast, there's a donations link on the link tree. Uh, anything helps. I don't care if it's a penny or a million dollars. That would be great. Um, so if somebody's a millionaire, let me know. Hey, whatever streaming platform you guys are listening to the podcast on, if you could leave me a five-star review or three, however you feel, I don't care, as long as I get some reviews. Um, and also written reviews, because I love reading them. They're funny. Um, but yeah, that just helps the podcast grow. I'm, I'm catching up to Joe Rogan slowly. Um, soon I'll be ahead of him, I promise. But let's get into it, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is your intro. That's all you get. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? No, no, no. We're sitting over here in Joe's brand new polishy, shiny shop. Is it really shiny, though? Slightly used, <laughs> let's say that. Got it's Joe like Cashin a- over here. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. This is terrible. <laughs> well, this is what you get for uh, doing a last-minute thing, but I guess that's usually how they go. Yeah, it's last-minute, but yet I've been off for two yeah. weeks. And, uh, and well, you were telling me you were going to have all these uh, episodes lined up and you're going to release them whenever you're taking time off. And well, that's yeah, asshole yeah. people for you. <laughs> you know, I, I, I planned on taking two weeks off for sure, but it ended up being three weeks because... I'm not saying any names, but Wesley, yeah. you, you, you killed Way it for me. Way to go, me. man. <laughs> he, uh, this is weird without headphones, huh? Yeah, it feels like we're not recording, because that's how we <laughs> usually record. I uh, I had one lined up for right before, and he was going to come up from East Texas. I even had a guest that was willing to drive like three and a half hours, and then he backed out. Oh, I got to work tomorrow. Bitch. Uh, Tell them their machine's broken and you'll get to it on Monday. <laughs> but we'll get him on. I'm I'm really excited to get him on because he's really, got that TikTok famous. He's TikTok famous. He's a big Kool Aid drinker, as am I now. Uh, and then I got a couple other guys that are going to be on from out there too <clears throat> that are TikTok famous. Local or what? From East area southeast you know somewhere in texas yeah or they got trees that are green <laughs> all year round the forestry guys yeah um 
but yeah, I, I planned on having a bunch of people and it just didn't work out. So you know what? You guys got no episodes. <laughs> I think they'll survive. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, I got a lot of support too. It was fine. Um, anyway, I guess you guys are wanting to update uh, kids here alive and well. Uh, he, Colton survived. He's fine. <laughs> I'm tired as yeah. shit. <laughs> He's been keeping me up. He, uh, Yeah. Are you a light sleeper or no? It depends on the day. Yeah. Like, usually by the time I hit Friday after a long week, heavy sleeper. I can sleep through anything, but like Monday rolls around, no. My That's wife crazy. says I could sleep through a tornado, and uh, every time we've had a newborn, it's just like, you didn't hear him crying all night long? And I'm like, sorry, I was asleep. <laughs> I, I, I close my eyes, I go to sleep, and it seems like uh, every once in a while, I'll... Uh, Something will wake me up, but it's not very often. She says somebody could burglarize our house, and I'd sleep right we through it. They can have it I'm all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they can uh, have it. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of worried about going back to work Monday. because um, I You forget I, how to wrench. A little bit. My wrenches aren't certified anymore. fingers got soft. <laughs> Lost yeah. all your calluses. Well, I've been yeah. doing, using freaking yeah. uh, sand sanitizer. <laughs> Sand. Sand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's what I call it. Sand sanitizer all the time, and my hands are soft. But no, I just, I've been helping the wife out a lot, you know, being off and being able to stay up at night with her. But now I'm like, well, do I need to change my routine to go back right. to be able to wake up at five o'clock in the morning or 4 30? Like, shit. Because right now it's, it's odd. Like, yeah. one morning. You sleep I'll when you can, kind of. <laughs> wake up at six o'clock with the kid and then fall back asleep and then get up at nine it's been nice i kind of could get used to the low life life my boys have got i swear it's like they've got an internal alarm clock that at six o'clock they are up and every morning it's like on the dot and uh i'm looking kind of into the future a couple of months with the new one coming oh it's like we haven't told anybody yeah surprise (laughs) Uh, i don't even know if i posted it on my instagram and my wife's probably upset about that and thinks i hate her but um i don't post every little life detail of mine i like to keep up with uh you know the black flag stuff i'll post it on there what i'm doing where we're at what what's going on but i'm not always out there sharing on my personal page every little thing but um, yeah, we're expecting. We got two boys. We're expecting a little girl in January. Um, so that's. I'm looking at that, and I'm like, boy, these. Uh, this is going to be a kind of a little transition period here, because <laughs> I I know you guys. Uh, it may be a field tech thing, but some guys are early morning risers, and mm. they don't. If if they're not up before, you know. 6 30 then they're sleeping in but yeah the day's ruined yeah personally i um i typically work late and uh get started about eight o'clock is like the first phone calls i'm trying to make i got people blowing up my phone sometimes at five six seven and i'm like i'll call you whenever <laughs> i get on the road and i feel like i you know my hours of operation are eight to five and anything after that it's me working out of my regular hours but I'll work late rather than working early. But that usually in turn makes me not want to wake up early. So if I work till 10 or 11 p.m. the night before, I'm not trying to get out at 6 or whatever. But the so, uh, the newborn's going to add a little addition to that, I'm sure. Oh, uh, that's 
I forgot what it's like, man. It's been yeah. a long time since I've done it. Get your world turned Ooh. upside down. <laughs> yeah. At least you're not like that uh, actor who's like 80-something that just had Oh, like one. Al Pacino? Yeah. <laughs> Someone was saying that he doesn't even live with his baby mama. No, they've gone through like, a big old divorce yeah. or something like that. So it's like... She was, she's yeah. like 83 and she's like 29 or something yeah, like that. That's ridiculous. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, He just uh, had to prove that he could still do it. I guess. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> uh, Imagine being a kid and you're like 10 and your dad's like 90. <laughs> well... Everybody's like, oh, you guys are going to want to have more. It's like, yeah, bitch, I'm almost yeah. 35. <laughs> I can't have one at 40. I'll be, yeah. no, this one's perfect. So anyway, big things in your world, right? A little uh, bit. You got the kid coming. Let's talk about this new shiny shop that I was talking about. And then a new shiny truck. Yeah. Well, new used everything. <laughs> well, it's been a, a wild ride here and we're going to talk about it. And I felt like I already told you, but I may have just told the story so many times to different people who have asked or I talked to on the phone or whatever. But anyways, uh, about a month ago, I was, I've been wanting to upgrade and get away from my oldest truck just because it's, uh, it's always kind of been the idea of being a temporary truck just to get my newest guy started and kind of, uh, get the wheels turn and see how things go and then kind of go from there. Well, it, things have been rolling, going pretty good, been staying busy. Uh, that 04 had a couple issues we fixed along the way. It had an oil cooler go out and uh, I was just like, dude, I don't want to rely on this thing very much longer. I had some money in the bank. I was looking to buy a cash truck and uh, everything I was looking at had just a ton of miles on it and had some potential issues so i'm like well let me go up another step and i looked at new trucks and the new trucks i didn't really want to go that direction because of the prices on them right now so i kind of found a happy medium i found a 2019 ram 5500 that was uh gonna be the truck of my dreams there had an <laughs> imt bed 30 foot crane it's a, you know, it's a nice truck. It looks good on paper and everything. And, uh, there's a little bit more than I wanted to pay in cash and, uh, ended up, you know, getting financing and all that lined up and went through, went to go pick it up. And we drove down there to Conroe and, uh, from here, Conroe is about three hours South. We picked it up, got on the road. We made it maybe 30 miles. Well, before I get to this point, back up. <laughs> the seller, he's a nice guy, outstanding guy, and uh, I'm not going to give him a hard time. He he stood by what he, you know, what happened. But um, the seller had a couple issues when he first listed it for sale. He said he wanted to get them fixed. He hadn't even listed it for sale. It, through Facebook, someone reached out and said it was going to be coming up for sale, but he had to clean it and fix some issues. One of the issues he told me was an ABS issue, and that's all he said. But apparently someone had done a wheel seal rotor. Uh, they had to have the hub off to do the rotor and the caliper. And um, when we picked the truck up, it rode down the road fine. You know, we put 30 miles on it, get on the road to come home, and uh, an ABS light starts going off. And we're like, well, that's kind of weird. We pull over. And we find out that the hub's about to fall off, <laughs> and it ruined the spindle and the bearings. Jeez. And uh, so we were, 
out there in Madisonville. We pulled it in a Bucky's parking lot and uh, left it there overnight and had a tow truck come get it in the morning and got it back to the shop, got it torn apart. Well, the axle's ruined, uh, or the spindle is. We had an axle surgeon come out, cut the spindle, put a new spindle on it. Uh, the bearings were on back order through the dealership. Ended up finding the right bearings through aftermarket and all this other stuff, but it's down like a week after we just picked it up and we we're expecting to go through and put it to work right away. Well, anyways, we get all of that knocked out, and I talked to the seller, and the seller said that his guy had had that hub off, and he agreed to pay for it, and he paid for it and took care of it. Well, uh, that I felt pretty good about that. We go to put the truck to work. Andy moved in and you know he moving a service truck's no easy feat it took him a, uh, a whole afternoon plus some and gets it all moved in monday morning comes around and uh he goes and does a couple of service calls and he's put maybe 200 miles on it and he calls me and he says hey this thing's not doing regens it says my soot level's completely <laughs> full god so i'm like all right well um we'll take a look at it we dig into it it looks like it needs a turbo actuator well the turbo actuator uh we pulled it off and the sector shaft moves on the turbo just fine free movement all right we're going to be be done with an actuator put it back to work anyways uh we get an actuator it won't calibrate (laughs) so it says that it has too much free travel on the sector shaft so we have to buy an actuator or buy a turbo and the turbo comes with an actuator and the turbo was only $600 or about $800 more than the actuator by itself. So now we have an actuator, an extra actuator. We have the turbo, get it all back together, make it all, you know, do what it's supposed to do. And, um, it was just like, boy, that, w- that took a day and a half to get all that straightened out after having it down for a week. And, uh, Anyways, all of this kind of happened about the same time that the opportunity for this shop space came about. And uh, I pulled the trigger on both of them. Um, Just I didn't want to miss out on the shop space. It's got pretty much everything I need. It's 5,000 square feet and uh, three bays. It has the right size doors. It's deep enough I can put uh, even a long truck in here, close doors behind it. Um, it's about 10 minutes from my house, so that's nice. And it has amazing acoustics yeah. for podcasting. Yeah, well, <laughs> not inside the office yet, but um, it was used by a, uh, another guy who was here for a handful of years, and it seemed to be kind of just a little uh, neglected maybe, like the guy seemed to uh, wrench real hard and not care about anything else. So there's a few things that could use some – touch-ups polishing but for what it is and what i pay for it it's everything i needed but now it's just a way of figuring out how to (laughs) make this i mean we already had we've had three good jobs come through here this last week that have more than paid for the rent for the month now it's just a matter doing that over and over and keeping uh keeping everything you know wheels on the right side of the pavement i guess but i guess deciphering what can be repaired in the field and what has to come here right yeah well i mean a lot of my customers they have their own facilities but not all of them do 
So, you know, I'm not going to drop a transmission in a gravel parking lot or anything yeah. like that. But I'm also not going to just, uh, I'm not trying to make it a, a PM lube shop where all I do around here is the easy stuff because that either takes me out of the field or it makes me have to hire a guy who just does PMs. And there's a fine line and a balance that I'm trying to, I'm trying to take people's money and provide them a service, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like there's certain services that I'm okay with not fulfilling. I can't service everybody, so you know how that is. That's what she said. Yep. <laughs> you know something else? Um, everybody wants to, uh, you know, be the – we were talking about this a little bit a minute ago, but I've had a – kind of ridiculous like last three months well along with buying this and or you know buying the truck and getting the shop together i've got customers who owe me a lot of money right now Ooh, and ooh. uh i've got one that i'm pretty sure they're gonna go bankrupt and i've got forty four thousand dollars in open invoices for them and they were a net 30 account and they were good for their money and i've had no problems out of them. They were one of my big customers when I got started. And I'd just go in there and get a check every time I needed one. Hmm. And uh, it started about started about May or so. I had done a clutch job and a kingpin job. And uh, I had a couple of bigger jobs. Well, I got a check for them. And, you know, it was $22,000. But it missed out on, like, three of the biggest invoices that were open at the time. And... Uh, so I'm like, well, maybe they just slipped through the cracks. I don't know what's going on here. Had a couple of more jobs. I mean, I was over there every week. We were doing something for them, and I started getting a bad feeling about it. I'm like, well, talk to the owner. Talk, you know, we'll just make sure the invoices are getting sent to the right person. They have all these, you know, blah, 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 and it's just an excuse, an excuse. And I finally got to the point where I told them, I'm like, look, you know, I've got invoices that are 120 days old now, and I got a check 60 days ago, but I haven't got anything since then. I said I gotta, I gotta stop doing work here because um, I, I can't finance your operation here. And uh, anyways, it, uh, you know, it's all fun and games until you know it's not fun and games. But there's a the unfortunate side of a lot of things here is. I feel like, and it's not just even with the customer base that I have, but in general, there's companies that almost ask you to do work with no intentions of ever paying for it. Mm -hmm. And it's like that, you know, I don't mind having a credit limit or keeping some people on net 30 or, you know, that are good customers that are reliable. But at the same time, you never know when things are going to go. Is this company from the outside looking in, it looked like they were just making bankroll, you know, bank. Mm -hmm cashing you know driving all these fancy trucks and you know always busy their drivers stay on the road and you know they're telling you how how much and how hard they're working and then uh you know it's like well the story that i've got is the company they were doing a lot of their work for screwed them out of eight hundred thousand dollars and i don't know if that's smoke being blown up my ass or what but they um you know they said they've got a ton of open uh unpaid receivables on their end and look i get it but at the same time it's like it's something you got to be careful about and manage and you know 
you're growing, you're making money, but that's where your you know your profits are often you know it's not slim like a restaurant or like a maybe some other industries, but it's not like you can't just real quick turn around and have some uh, unfortunate events that just screw you real bad. So it's like I'm at a point where I'm being careful of who I'm doing work for and. I'm like trying to double down on the good customers that I have and keep taking care of them. But also like, well, do I need to get worried about everybody else or you get that little paranoia in your brain and you're like, well, do I trust anybody nowadays or what? But, you know, there's things that there's recourses for it and there's things you can do that takes time and effort and money and as well. So it's like, do I get a lawyer and do, you know, start doing all this stuff and it's a, uh, well, it's a process, but there's a, you know, at a certain point, it's like, what can you do about it? Uh, uh, <laughs> dude, I'm like, I'm so tired. It's stupid. I don't even want to do this episode today. Yeah. So you're, you're very lucky, everyone, that you get to hear Colton sigh yeah. on the microphone. Because I am fucking wiped out. <clears throat> but three weeks, you know, you got to hear my pretty voice sometime, I guess, right? I don't um, do those Facebook or the the Instagram lives anymore. So that's the last thing I fucking want to <laughs> do right now. I couldn't though because where I do all my stuff, my in laws are staying in the oh, spare yeah. bedroom, so everything's been off limits. It's literally covered in dust. Yeah, <laughs> but that's crazy, man. I that's one thing that scares me about going ever trying to go out on my own is chasing money because I hear it from a few people. Excuse me that they got to chase their money sometimes. And uh, I don't know, because I have the opportunity to do it. Well, yeah, well, I mean, like, and here's the other thing. I mean, you can have, uh, at a certain point, uh, you know, I am i wouldn't say I'm an economist by any means, but you have a, uh, some sort of market saturation on who's doing work and, I don't know that in our area it would ever get to the point where there's so many people that everyone's competing to be the bottom dollar. Mm -hmm. But you have to offer a good service. You have to offer reliable service. And then you there does come a point where, you know, people are going to start uh, looking at your prices versus other people's prices. And it's a cutthroat business. But at the same time, it's like a lot of what I've had to um, come back to is I – can't focus on the competition. I got to focus on the customer mm -hmm. and provide that customer with the service that they want and need and keep them happy. And, you know, that's uh, just repeating that over and over and over. And that's where the growth comes from. And that's where the uh, new opportunities come from, recommendations, stuff like that. But it's just a never ending cycle sometimes where you're like, dude, if I had to do it all over and I could find somebody that just took care of me and I didn't have to think twice about receivables or I didn't have to go out and think about, you know, all these, uh, what's the next six months of the economy going to look like, or mm -hmm. is, are people going to stop spending money is, you know, all this other stuff that goes through your head as a business owner. And it's just like, I almost would rather not do it, but it's like, well, I signed my life on the dotted line and said, I'm committing to this. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going, I'm going all out and I don't have any plans of slowing down or stopping, but it's just frustrating sometimes. And I, I get why 
some people who have made that next step into the kind of from a small business to maybe even a bigger small business, not quite a mid-sized business, but sometimes you talk to those people and they can come off as like a straight asshole. And you're like, well, I get it. Now, if you've had to deal with people to get to where you're at, like it's not a, it's not a cakewalk. It's not a, you know, you're not sitting there having all uh, just sunshine and rainbows every day. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, it's a lot more to it than just wrenching. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. I get I get emails and stuff a lot. Like, hey, do you have any? Uh, what's the word? Dude? Advice. Advice. Yeah. <laughs> that one thing. Yeah. Do you have any advice? I I want to go out on my own and all this stuff is like, I can't really give you advice because I yeah. don't have. I have yeah I have a lot of years experience, but I don't have any experience in owning a a business. Like a, like I told you, I got this email the other day. And he's, you know, kind of bitching and moaning about where he works. I've never heard a mechanic bitch and moan. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And, I mean, everything sounded good on, on paper, as you said, uh, for him. But he had less than 10 years experience. And could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. But I think he, all together it was like five or six years. And just like, dude, are you sure you want to jump into it? Especially only working on one type of machine. Yeah. Well, uh, and that's where, you know, I don't want to be the guy who goes out and does it and then tells peop- other people not to do it. But sometimes I'm like, if I had to do it all over again, I would. I, well, I think I feel like I got to the point where I felt like I had to do it because I wasn't going to find what I was looking for yeah. otherwise. But at the same time, it's, uh, you know, it's real easy to... uh I would say it's easy to get started if you just really want to. You can go buy a little truck and go do your little side work mm-hmm. until you have enough that it turns into enough for a full-time job, and then you can do the full-time job thing for as long as you want and see where it goes. But I, um, it's just it's it's rewarding, and you see things that uh, the business grows and you're able to do different things, but sometimes it's just like there's some months where it's like, I could work all day every day and I love working and I (laughs) I love coming and doing all this stuff to make the business grow. And sometimes it's like, dude, I need to, I need to step back because I'm getting, uh, I'm getting exhausted doing all this stuff, but it, uh, it's, you know, it, it could change on a dime either way, good or bad, but I'm here for it and I'm not trying to slow down or back out, but just the people who sometimes you might someone is you know i don't want to get a big head by any means but someone said i make it look easy and i'm like i mm. i'm like i i don't know like <laughs> whatever yeah i'm like i don't want to come across that way where it's like oh i've just been in business for a year and a half and things are going my way but it's like at the same time it takes like pretty much everything out of you plus some and you got to be able to you got to be able to release some of that onto other people and let them have responsibilities and at the same time like giving other people responsibilities means that you you as the business owner are responsible for what they do and you're not the one who does it and it's like if something goes wrong you're going to be blamed (laughs) but or held accountable but it's like otherwise you're never going to grow if you don't spread it out a little bit but there's just i mean there's growing pains and 
I wish I had that sound clip of, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus, uh, Cheech Marin. Yeah. His <laughs> responsibility is a heavy responsibility, man. <laughs> it's so good. Fuck, man. I, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm about tired. to take a nap in here because yeah. this little breeze coming through here and it's like quiet. I'm sure you haven't had a lot of quiet, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Or, it's actually, it's, it hasn't been too bad, but there's l- been long nights and, I haven't eaten today, and I'm fucking starving, yeah. so I'm I'm going to stop and grab some food on the way home. I don't know how long this episode's going to yeah. be. It might be It's short. over right now. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> but I I don't know, you guys. I just uh, I didn't really have anything planned for this weekend. My in-laws left on Tuesday. We're recording on Saturday, and I was like, oh, I got Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I'm going to try to do Figure an episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Nope. I slept when I could. Um, I'm actually doing another podcast tonight, but I'm guest being a guest on it. So I'm kind of pumped on that. Sweet. You already know who it is. Yeah. You already but, know. Mm, I don't know. If I'm still awake yeah. for that, I might have to fell asleep yet. <laughs> but he's, uh, I'm, I'm fucking pumped to be on his podcast cause he's growing and I like his, his podcast. It's the, you know what I'm talking Congratulations. about? Congratulations. <laughs> You've already yeah. been a guest on there, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't really have much to say. I haven't worked. Um, yeah. yeah. Have you thought about work? Uh, you know, I got You turn calm. your brain off and it's just like no work, nothing to do with work. It's been pretty refreshing. There's been a few days where I'm like, like the other day, my boss called me and said, hey, I need your help. I'm like, yeah. okay, my service truck's outside. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, where am I going? Yeah, and he's, he's like, like no, 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 no. Just answer my phone call. Yeah, I just need you to answer a question. I'm like, fuck. Um, but yeah, I've, I've actually been able to to turn the brain off when it comes to work. Um, and then, you know, you see Steven's fucking reels and stuff on YouTube and like, yeah. shut up, <laughs> Steven, come on. Um, I don't know. It's been nice. I haven't taken a... I'm the last person to take vacation if I have to, you know. My wife gets pissed at me if I don't take sick time when I'm yeah. sick. She, you fucking yeah. need to stay home and whatever. You're like, no, I'm good. My arm's just broken. I, yeah. I can. I, I can, fell on yeah. this piece of rebar. Yeah. I'm good, you know. Um, so it's been nice and it's different. It took me a while to like, okay, whoo, relax, sit yeah. down. Well, and the first, I'm sure, um, the because you called me like the day before y'all went in and everything, mm-hmm. and so you worked up till that very last day. Yeah, but um, that's how it's always been for me on on our two, the birth of our two. I kind of stayed around close to home just in case, but um, both of my wife's labor happened at night after I got home from work, <laughs> and I was exhausted and out of it on both of them, but. Yeah, woke up in the middle of the night and took her in and all of that. But um, I'm sure it's still, you get that kind of uh, crazy, uh, I would say uh, a lot, maybe stressful. You don't quite know, is it, it's, you know, exciting for that first day. Everything's like peak emotions, everything. And then it's like, all right, now we got the new one here. Everything's fine. We got to calm down <laughs> and just relax. Yeah, you was, keep this human alive. It was actually a. I don't get emotional for stuff, but I actually got really emotional when he when he arrived because he, he's he's been a high um, 
it's a high risk pregnancy the whole time, you know, right? Because their umbilical cords are supposed to have two arteries. He's had one, the placenta or whatever. Sorry, we're getting a little yeah. uh, talking about them women. Yeah, uh, it had some that efficiency. We know so defect, much about, right? yeah, no. <laughs> some weird defect or whatever. So I'm like, this kid's gonna come out, you know, deformed or something, yeah. and seven uh, toes. Yeah, he came out and was perfectly fine. A big fat ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but so we went in for because of this uh, umbilical cord issue. The doc's like, "Well, we need to induce you like a week early." So we went in, and of course, you know, I planned on working Thursday like for half day, right? And the boss is like, "No, just stay home," you know, because we were going to go in. They were going to induce her at five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, "What the fuck? Yeah, I could why? work a full eight hours." Before. Well, no. <laughs> I just don't understand why. Why yeah. in the afternoon? So she's got to yeah. fucking be miserable the whole night, right? And they induced her, and it was like six o'clock at that time, and they're like, "Oh, you're already getting contractions. Can you feel those?" And like, she's like, "No," mm -hmm. but like, it it was getting a little sketch because further into the night, she would get contractions, wouldn't feel them, but his heart rate would drop every time. Yeah, and morning rolls around it's like six o'clock in the morning and <clears throat> we're like no sleep because we're all worried and shit. right and they're like oh you got a couple options and you know or we can do a c-section and they're like right now we we suggest a c-section like okay let's do it and i mean it was five minutes yeah it was crazy and little fat ass dude, he was almost, he was an ounce shy of nine pounds. Oh boy. And the doctor's like, yeah, you made a good choice yeah. doing C-section. <laughs> but I mean, mom's back up and going. I mean, she, I would have never thought she even got a C-section because right. she just was back at it pretty quick. But I mean, she has to use a step stool to get into bed still. And, but I mean, she's a, she's a badass. And uh little homie's doing really good. He eats all the time, farts all the time, shits all the time, just like his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about on uh, on par there. The um, you know, I was just thinking about it, it's like it's crazy. Um, <laughs> you're pretty much, you know. Hold on, let me see how I'm going to say this. Um, could you let's put it this way? Could you imagine if a machine produced another machine every? on the right circumstances <laughs> it's like that's just crazy that all the right body parts all the right yeah. you know everything is passed along and grown and developed and then it's just like one day there's another one mm. it's like that that that's how nature works that's not how really the things that we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis work but it's uh it's it's definitely a a crazy experience there having another human being i want to like, know why humans are the only Species, big brains, not that know. can't take care of themselves right From out birth, of the womb. Yeah, they said it's like brain development or something. It's fucking weird to me because you're like ninety percent or eighty percent brain. I was listening to Joe Rogan the other yeah. day, and he said that he's like, just yeah. think about it. Humans are the only ones yeah. that can't. Like deer yeah. are born and they, they just walk. come out walking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like well, holy how shit. weird would it be to have a kid come out? <laughs> What's up, homie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just uh, I didn't even think about it. So yeah. I said it. I'm like, wow, I didn't even I didn't even realize it. But uh, man. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to talk about wrenching today now. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about placentas and all the yeah. things we know everything about. <laughs> Certified placenta. <laughs> but I didn't really, I don't know. I You know, I've gotten emails over the, the 
past two weeks and nothing really crazy. And then, you know, people hit me up on Instagram, like, you know, I didn't see an episode this week. Well, no, I, I don't really do much, uh, much on social media, but I'll send you some pictures if you want. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to do anything with them. But, uh, you were talking, you sent me, (laughs) I was thinking about this last night. Um, but you sent me a message that someone had sent you and you're like, what do I just tell them to like screw off or like, what, what am I supposed to respond to this? And I said, you need a, a oh. better PR guy. <laughs> yeah, I said, I you got you to gotta make them happy and make them enjoy, uh, tell them, you know, something. Thanks for listening. And then uh, after a couple of weeks, I get, you know, some people reaching out and asking me questions. And I'm like, I just feel like I should tell them to screw off. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even that. It just, uh, you know, I get this message that says, I, lis- I started listening to your podcast today. <laughs> okay. Congratulations. Yes, you found it. You've made it. Yes. Yeah. I just I just sent back you know yeah. thanks for the support or whatever but yeah I just thought it was weird and like what 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 it do I say to this? It comes and goes <laughs> the enthusiasm to interact some and some people are easier to interact with or you know yeah. you just connect and you can you know have that a little bit of mutual uh, you know it just whether it's respect or just you know that connection like I said you see them on there you message them about what they're doing or yeah. whatever and you go back and forth and some people it's like buddy i don't have anything to say to you i'm sorry like i don't i don't know you i don't you know whatever it is that you're sending me congratulations i appreciate it but like i can't respond to everybody yeah there's a where is he at here uh sorry (laughs) i can't find you forgot your name uh a fella, he just started listening. He like binged the whole thing, and like every day oh, yeah. he would share an episode, and you know share his thoughts on it. And I thought that was cool. I mean, you know, I didn't get annoyed by it or anything, because a lot of people some sometimes will, you know give their two cents on something. I'm like, dude, I don't even remember talking about that. Um, but you know, all you guys inevitably, freaking, yeah, you, know, you get the ones that you're like. Buddy, are you stalking me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, am I gonna have I, to worry about you coming to you nah, know? I won't ever give any, my house. No. <laughs> anybody a hard time for messaging me. You know, I, I might not get back to you right away, as I've said before. You know, there was a guy that threw a fit the other day. I think he saw the comment maybe, and well, because I was looking for local guys. He's like, yeah. I filled out a, or uh, sent you an email the other day. I still haven't gotten a questionnaire, and it was literally like three days yeah. prior. And I'm like, yeah. chill out. Some people don't get them for like three weeks. Um, but no, I, I appreciate everybody that listens to the podcast and, you know, that helps support it for sure. And, uh, I had a thought that I was going to share, but I forgot. Left your brain. Um, you know, we mentioned, did we mention this one in Blaine's episode or were we talking about it just after the episode? What's that? The possibility. Of, of a worldwide uh, no that's or no well, you mentioned it on your story okay yeah, it's so, not completely private but so we never had our sit down and talk yeah well we're gonna meet up with so yeah. let's just if spencer wasn't busy and didn't want to <laughs> hang out with us today you know so me and joe and spencer um we're talking about putting something together as like a meetup you know it's going to be quite a ways down the road just so everybody has enough notice and if they actually want to do come out to texas and hang out you know we're going to give them plenty of notice because a lot of people even from out of country were like hell yeah i'm i'm down as long as you give me 
enough notice. So uh, we're we're talking about it. You know, we're probably going to try to get some sponsorships for this big meetup or. You know, and we're gonna like plan this thing out. We're out like a convention center and like seven people. <laughs> yeah, it's like one dude shows up and he's like, "Oh, I thought it was something else. I thought this was like a job fair or something." <laughs> it's like, no. Probably get some merch, you know, and we're gonna just just a hangout. You know, you if you fly out, yeah, rent a car. You know, you don't have to bring your fucking service truck. Yeah, right? it's not no. like that. Well, and the other thing is like if you bring your service truck. Like, I'll sign it. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No. Well, uh, it's you know it's a hangout. We're we're trying to have fun, have a good time. It's like we don't need anybody to get too rowdy and too crazy and be in a service truck by any means. But <laughs> it's like sleep on the floor or something. I don't know. Put, and it's not a crane a, measuring yeah. contest. No, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So leave your. I've got a thirty foot crane on one of my trucks. So yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of in the works. We've been talking about it. We just got to get together and actually try to plan something. And hey, we got somewhere you can park in a parking lot. I need to clean this parking lot up. The guy who was here before, I mean, there's just there's gaskets and O rings and cigarette butts for days and oil soaked yeah, gravel. <laughs> yeah, they told me they were trying to move this hydraulic tank and it spilt. And I'm like, well, thanks for leaving a big old puddle in my parking lot there. This kind of actually wouldn't be a bad no. meetup spot. Well, I, I need to do some cleanup. Anybody want to loan me a skid steer, <laughs> go through this parking lot, clean it all up, and have, have a few places for parking and, you know, maybe throw a few meats on the barbecue, mm-hmm. do some, uh, who knows. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> try to figure out some sponsorships or something, you know, that can help donate, you know, to drinks, food, all that stuff, and put them up a, a booth and a yeah, <laughs> yeah. make um, it a unofficial official. This it's gonna be the new Con Expo over here, yeah. but it's gonna be Service Trucks Expo, um, the Mechanics Expo. Man, yeah, me- Mechanics. I think that's gonna be it, man. I am done. Unless you got some other no. stuff to talk about, I'll add some more stuff to this, but. This might be all you're getting for the weekend. <laughs> well, I don't have a ton to really talk about. I feel like I um, I will say this, that through the uh, Certified Wrench, I've met a handful of people who are pretty solid guys mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had some call me and, you know, ask me questions and talk my ear off. And I've called some <laughs> of them and talked their ears off and told yeah. them about the, the good days and the bad days. But... Um, it's it's something that when you're a solo guy who goes out and uh you know you're in a truck and you're a one man show it could get pretty uh i'd say it can be pretty isolating and even when you are a field tech that does have work for a company or work for other people it's like sometimes just having somebody to call and bounce ideas off their heads or whatever whether it's about work or um you know in this stage of who i am it's sometimes talking to other people about business and how they've handled things and how they plan to handle things or, you know, different aspects of it. But it's nice to have a community of people who, whether it's mechanical advice or electronic advice or knowing somebody who to call and just say, you know, am I stupid for thinking this or do I need a, do I need a, 
am I, you know, am I stupid for trying to take this on or am I stupid for trying to pass on this or, you know, asking those questions and not that, you know, some people I feel like can use that in a way that is just a energy suck, a, a drain your drain your energy and everything out of you and it's like dude i can't sit here and babysit you but Mm -hmm. some people it's a it's mutual and you know you get to have those good and honest conversations about how things are and how things are going and where you want to be and you know where you think you've messed up or where you think you've done good and you can talk to people and have some really good conversations and you know there's people that I've had conversations with I've never met in real life. Yeah, I got a lot and of homies like, I've never met. You're like, I appreciate those people who, you know, whether you're on the podcast or not, I mean, I've got people like that um, kind of all over the place uh, from Facebook groups or from the podcast. But I think it's important to have a couple of people that, especially if you're trying to do it as a business or if you're trying to uh, – trying to take that next step in whatever your, you know, your career or whatever, have some people to talk to about things. And if you possibly become good enough friends with Joe on Instagram, yeah. he'll send you some dank ass memes yeah. all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> all the time. Sometimes I'll get in that. It's like, dude, there's been 10 in a row yeah, that I have to send. Good. And I'm like, this one's funny too, though. So I got to send it. But yeah. no, there's a, there's times where it's like, I've already sent too many. I'm just. I'm gonna <laughs> save these ones for later. Keep them in my my backup here. Yeah. But the um yeah you know and sometimes it's not even all always about work or whatever. Having uh, I would say that I I'm not particularly even though I get on the podcast and talk, it's usually because I'm talking about something that I care about and I'm kind of halfway passionate about what I do for a living and what I, you know, the different aspects of the trade. But I would say that I don't have a, uh, I I don't have this vast desire to go make friends with everybody, but sometimes you just have connections that turn into a friendship and it's like, that's pretty solid. And usually it's because you do something mutual, you know, I'm not going to go sit down with an investment banker, like a doctor (laughs) or something and have a conversation. (laughs) There's, um, there's this guy that, um, I've mentioned him on here before, but he, uh, runs this barbecue joint and he, uh, he does these dinners every so often and it's limited to a certain amount of people and you sit down and, you know, he does this really cool kind of intimate brings you you know like a six course meal and tells you everything about it and it's really cool but the people we've gone with i'm like they're pretty much total strangers and i'm like (laughs) dude i don't know what to talk about like (laughs) uh, what i talk about is like trucks and mechanics and you know equipment and stuff like that and it's like some of these people are i'm sure you may be interesting but I just don't have inter- anything interesting to yeah. talk to you about. So. People trying to talk about sports. Yeah. Like, I like Caterpillar equipment. The, the footballs. <laughs> oh, before we do get off, though, I was going to go with Brunt work boots. Yeah. And I got talked out of them by a bunch of people because uh, apparently they're junk. Roasted. Uh, so I went, I've never had them. I went ahead and spent the... Yeah extra money and uh thank you to mr rex sherburn and blaine bowen i went ahead and purchased some thorough goods and i actually really like them 
I've had them for a few weeks now, and they're really comfortable. Walking around the hospital and home. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I, when I first got them, I took them out, you know, yeah. had to mow the lawn, so I threw yeah. them on, you know, just trying to get them broke in. And I wore them to work That's for fun. quite a few days. My last pair of boots, I did the exact same thing. Yeah. I bought them, and you I'm like, to. I got to mow the lawn, yeah. so I'm going to wear them today. Yep, and I mean, they're, I really like them so far. I'm sure I'm going to wear the soles out right. on them really quick, but. I mean, I got the warranty with them and shit, so. Sweet. So go buy some $300 boots there. Yeah, let's try Whatever to get a sponsorship. There. Yeah. The um, <laughs> There's something weird that happens, and no offense, I've never tried their boots or anything, but on companies that spend a lot on marketing, you wonder if they should spend more on their products and not more on marketing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I mean, I get it. There's a certain return on investment for marketing, but at the same time, it's like good products don't need the marketing that yeah. other products that don't have it yeah, might not need. Anyways. I was, I was kind of in the work with Brent a I'm, little bit yeah. for sponsorship, and we were going back and forth, yeah. and I'm just like, mm, I'm not going to endorse something yeah. that could possibly You need to put them on your feet and see yeah. how they do. But, you know, that's the thing, like... Uh, <clears throat> social media influencers you see some some people selling things and you're like buddy i guarantee you've never used that thing (laughs) a day in your life and then some of them you know they do and they have the results to speak for themselves but at the same time it's like i mean like i just said i feel like there was uh i i'm lost i've been trying to upgrade myself and listen to more audiobooks about business and things <laughs> and there was a somebody who had a, a quote on marketing and i can't remember it off the top of my head but it was along those lines where your marketing uh i think it said something like uh good ideas don't need as much marketing as bad ideas or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. that's the gist of it <laughs> somebody will probably if anybody listens to books like that then they may know it and correct me but I don't know. Do do mechanics listen to books on, and so they just listen to podcasts about dumbass field techs who talk about things they don't know about. I hate reading. Yeah, <laughs> and so I just never got into audio books. Um, but I listen to sh- a shit ton of podcasts. So. I listen to podcasts too, like probably ninety percent of the time. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm feeling a little dumb today. I need to get some smarts on. Oh. By the way, uh, speaking of dumb, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't got to listen to any of the new like Dirty and Driven or On Grade or anything like that or Sweat and Grime or, but I know I've gotten a few shout outs from those guys, you know, for the baby and stuff. So I appreciate y'all. Um, thanks for the shout outs and love. I've definitely made some some good friends, you know, yeah. in the podcast world. When we were, uh, I don't want to offend anybody who didn't get invited, but. I was personally invited to your baby shower. Yes. And uh, if you weren't invited, you're just not that cool. But anyways, <laughs> we showed up and my wife's like, are all these guys from the podcast? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> so pretty much. Yeah, there was, there's quite a few and just a bunch of good friends there. And that's like who you decided. I mean, it's like they're friends, but they they became a podcast guest. So it's yeah. like, which way did it happen? A you couple know. of them. Uh, you know, Trent was there, obviously. He's... I met him through service trucks right. on Facebook and he was the first guest on the podcast. He was there. Um, 
I lost my train of thought on what I was going to say. He's <laughs> not going to start uh, naming names in case you weren't invited. And no, it wasn't that. panties twisted. I didn't even want to. We didn't want to have a baby shower. It, right. We wanted to have more of like a get together with friends, you know, and right. celebrate this thing. So that's basically what it was. It wasn't even, wasn't even a baby shower. It was more right. like a party. Oh, yeah. So it was fun. We had a good time. I, uh, I drank a few <laughs> alcoholic beverages. Had my boy Bran in there from on grade and that's all we're gonna name it's a good time <laughs> yeah but uh oh, your little dudes man they're wild they're funny yeah. as hell though man they're a handful especially the picture you took in here where he's yeah. got he's pulling his hair yeah. <laughs> i tried to i'm like stand next to each other put your arm around them and then one of them sits on the floor <laughs> and then he starts crawling across the floor yeah. and i'm like that's why i said immunity I said, these, <laughs> these boys are gonna be like they're gonna have grease in their veins after a couple of years but yeah. You know, it's uh, it's not something I would say I would be opposed to my kids doing, but it's at the same time, it's like, look, I want you to find something that you go home at the end of the day and you feel rewarded and you feel like you're doing, uh, doing what you're supposed to do. You feel, you know, if you can take care of your family and take care of, you know, have some sort of sense of purpose and completion, like that's what, that's what it's about. But, yeah. you know. If you want to go, I told my wife, I'm like, if they want to go play baseball and sign some, you know, $200 million contract and, you know, pay for everything for the rest of my life, I'll, I'll wrap <laughs> like, up and retire. I'm get like, the fancy diapers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'll be all right with that, but I don't know. Some people like, I feel like back on things that aren't about wrenching, but some people have this idea of what their kid's going to do. And it's like, you're got to do this. And it's like. I don't know, you know, kids need some sort of direction, but at the same time, if you like try and force them into something, it's like, yeah. I feel like those are the kids that are going to be like, screw you, mom and dad. Like, I hate you. And it's like, they're, uh, you know, kids are pretty much a, it's like an investment. You, you know, you start off and you're like, well, I don't want to just raise you for 18 years and not have you around for the, you know, whatever, but, oh, we're getting to, talking about the certified <laughs> family life there but that's okay just doing so, some rambling on this episode yeah but nothing crazy which is fine sometimes man i get so bored talking about let me let me hear your story yeah. so that one time i replaced a part yeah. and it didn't fix the truck no <laughs> but with that being said i do believe we should close this thing out i need to get some food in my tummy cuz i'm freaking starving yeah it's already what afternoon now yeah. i've been up here since nine o'clock and i didn't come up here to do anything but <laughs> the um you know it's down the road from my house so it's close and easy to get to which that should be a maybe a pro and a con there but anyways we'll uh we'll wrap it up i'd say it went longer than i expected yeah me too i, I figured we'd sit and <laughs> that usually goes that way I've got nothing to talk about. What do you got to talk about? Uh, like uh, five things, maybe two things. And I've got literally yeah. on my iPad, I've got a list of topics to talk right. about, but I forgot to bring and, it and first you, of all. Well, and, and then even when we do talk about it, it's like, well, there's the topic. What else do we have to say? Nothing. All right, next topic. No. <laughs> I am going to, uh, before we close this out, I'm working on new logos and stuff, not for like, James, James Devaney from uh, Dirty and Driven, or as I call it, the Down and Dirty podcast, uh, he always, his thing about the certified wrenches, 
are your wrenches even certified, bro? So that's going to become a new slogan. And then I'm going to do one that says, uh, we're not talking tools today because, you know, fuck tools. Yeah. Don't talk about them. Uh, even though I'm a Milwaukee drinker or Kool-Aid drinker now. Yeah. I don't know nothing about them. And, uh, yeah. And I'm New just merch work, coming work, soon. Yeah. Logos. Uh, things yeah. things happening and not happening all, <laughs> all at once. Well, and then I'm actually, like I keep saying, going to get away from the merch line that I'm using. My wife's actually looking into us actually having shirts made so I can sell them through my PayPal or whatever. I think it's going to be so much better. Yeah. But well, Andy, you can. What I did on mine is I did just a small order at first to see if I even liked the shirts, and then I ordered some more. Well, and sorry, I apologize to the people who have picked up the last uh, few of my shirts. The last order, I felt like it changed from the first order that I wanted to repeat. So, if you got one of my last shirts, then I appreciate you. But if you don't like it, that's not my fault. <laughs> so I try, I, I will do better on my next line but there's a, I'm wearing this one right here yeah. I may uh, they've got these fancy ones if you guys look at your speakers you can see what he's yeah. doing uh, I got a nice shirt that the guy does uh, drawings and custom uh, like realistic uh, what would you call that logo art yeah I don't I know. Need, some sort of art talk to him about but, making cause I yeah, want well to... he does he offers a uh he offers a custom package where you can make have oh, him do sure. your own. So oh, I'm gonna do my to service him. trucks. Yeah. And, no. I'm gonna talk to him because I need to come up with like a badass logo. I'm tired of this like yeah. playing ass shit. Anyway, that's it. Uh, I'll do the outro later. Adios, people. Enjoy your uh, your Monday morning or whenever you listen to this. And <laughs> sorry that it wasn't yeah. more entertaining. Or <laughs> you had like 55 minutes of smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out.